Hey, welcome back to another episode of Internet Exposition. Uh, I'm sorry I haven't posted in a few days, almost a week now. Uh, just been kind of busy with stuff. I, uh, you know, I'm just busy with stuff, I guess. So I just haven't had time to uh, mess with things. But uh, I'm back on schedule again. So hopefully we'll be back on track with my regular schedule uploading so with that being said let's just get started um oh my god and his name is john c i want to talk a little bit more about tiktok uh, people seem to really like that video when i talked about the uh, top 26 or something like that songs on from tiktok so um i thought i'd give some more uh conversation i guess about tiktok so we all know how easy it is to get banned on TikTok. I'm sure you've probably heard stories about people getting banned for some silly reasons. Sometimes people get banned if they're underage or they look like they're underage because I think you have to be 13 to be on TikTok as part of their uh, terms and conditions. Um, so sometimes if you look like you're under 13, you'll get banned. And there's lots of other, even you know, adults getting banned for... Uh, reasons I know the thing same thing kind of happens on Instagram as well but it seems to be worse on TikTok I've never fully compared the two but it just seems like um is it is extremely easy to get banned from TikTok so I found an article online that talked about different ways that people commonly get banned on TikTok it's uh, like I said uh, it is part of their terms um and conditions so if you do any of these things, uh, you will probably get banned, especially if uh, people start reporting you, which is commonly what happens. So I found an article online that these are seven things that will get you banned from TikTok. Now, some of these things are a little obvious, It's and some of these are kind of true to whatever website you're on. I mean, whether you're on YouTube or Instagram or whatever, I mean, these are common terms and conditions if you start doing these things. Heck, some of these things, if you even start doing them in the general public, you're going to get in trouble for them. Um, so, you know, some of these things are pretty common, but some of them I thought were pretty interesting, and I thought it might be fun to kind of share here on the podcast. Um, so let's get started. Number one is sharing content that threatens public safety. So what it means by that is if you're going to use TikTok, you need to refrain from posting content that indicates or promotes any other kind of violence on the app. Advocating for directing or encouraging other people to commit violence is grounds for account closure on TikTok. This made is made clear its community guidelines. Um, which state uh, we do not allow people to use our platform or threaten or indicate violence or to promote dangerous individuals or organizations when there is a threat to the public safety or the account is used to promote glorify off-platform violence, we may suspend or ban the account. Um, so that one's... Uh, 
pretty obvious. Like I said, I think that's pretty much in any terms and conditions on any app or website that, you know, especially public ones that you use, um, you know, you're probably going to get banned or flagged or something for doing those things. So what's number two say? So number two is sharing sexual explicit content. I cannot speak today. Uh, Posting content that depicts or promotes sexual exploration of nudity in general can lead to you getting banned from TikTok, content that glorifies grooming and other uh, forms of harmful activities involving minors, violates TikTok's uh, community guidelines, and can equally result in the closure of your account. I'm not sure how strict they are on this because I've scrolled through TikTok many times and I've seen some stuff. I guess it. the problem with this is sometimes this can be subjective. So it really just depends on how the um, team, the uh, the board team at TikTok would view this because what one person considers sexually explicit uh, another person may not consider it that way. So it, like I said, I've seen this happen on Instagram a few times where someone will post something on Instagram that, you know, they'll get flagged for it or the image will get removed, uh, because they consider it sexual content. But then someone you'll see on uh, Instagram that they'll have a, you'll find a picture that's even worse than the one that got banned. And it's just like, but yet that one doesn't get banned. And like I said, I think the same thing kind of happens on TikTok. Like I said, it really, it's a very subjective thing. It really all comes down to what you would personally consider um, sexual content. And sometimes I think people are uh, flagging the account or flagging the video um and bringing it to TikToks, and then they don't really do very much investigation with it, and so they just kind of remove the video or ban the account. And um, like I said, it's just it's something that's going to happen with a public website. When you, this might be a side tangent thing, but this is one reason why I've been slowly pulling away from using public sites. It's not because I want to post sexual stuff because I'm not interested in posting those kind of things. But um, but just talking about in general, uh, what someone, you know, maybe even something considered offensive, you know, what one person considers offensive, another person may not have meant it that way. And I've seen this happen on YouTube a lot. Uh, I've seen it happen on TikTok and Instagram, uh, you know, pretty much any site, even heck, even Facebook. And um, like I said, uh, the problem with these public sites there's definitely pros and cons to them. The great thing is most of the time they're obviously free to use. They're very easy to use, especially if they've been established websites for many years. You know, uh, they're very user friendly. Very, uh, there's already an audience there. You don't have to build up an audience if you want to be a content creator or a, um, you know, a internet personality of some sort. Um, and like, let's say you want to do TikTok and you want to do um, an. A, uh, an account and post videos all about showing off your your dances or something like that and that's awesome that you can use TikTok for something like that. The only problem with it is if the general public if certain people start to have problems with it, like I said, things like this can come about where your videos may get banned or flagged or your account may get banned and uh, you have to recreate a new account because, and there's not really much you can do about it. I've seen a lot of YouTubers complain about this where their videos got removed or their account uh, sometimes got temporarily 
you know, put on hiatus and they wouldn't let them post any videos or whatever the condition is. And there's really nothing you can do about it. Like I said, the problem isn't so much the website itself. The problem is the system, the community system, because when you start to get involved with a website that is opened up to the general public, that you don't own this website, right? You're posting content, your content on a website that you don't own. And, um, you're doing it because it's free and there's already an audience there, but you're sacrificing things like the potential of things like this, problems like this uh, rising um, at some point in the future. And it's very common for these things to come about, uh, especially if you start to get popular. And that's true for any website. Um, also, same case with TikTok, and I, like I said, I've just seen this happen so many times, and I always wonder, I'm like, man, what's the deal here? And I just, it finally dawned on me, you know, not too long ago that I was just like, you know, the problem is the system. It's not, it has nothing to do with the website, no matter what website it is. The problem is the system is because they kind of have to bow down to what these, um, what the general public is saying about the website and about the content that you post on there. If you post something that a lot of people deem as sexually explicit or, um, you know, offensive to somebody, even if you weren't trying to be, or if you in your own eyes didn't consider it really sexual, um, you know, and it's like, then your video gets removed or in some cases even worse, your account gets banned and you have to create a brand new one. And, um, like I said, it's like you got to start all over almost. I mean, the good thing is you still have a general audience. Of course, you a lot of times they'll also have an Instagram account, and you can tell them on there, advertise it on there. But it's still kind of a – there's a chance you might potentially lose some of your audience because maybe they didn't follow you on any other websites, and then they just never know that you created a new one. And this is the problem, like I said, with this system. And this is why I am now going to be slowly pulling away. It's a slow process, but I'm slowly pulling away from websites, from posting content on websites like this, like Instagram, TikTok, which I don't have a TikTok, but that's one, one of the reasons why I don't is because of this. Um, and even YouTube, I'm slowly been pulling away from things. Um, like that and slowly moving over to my own websites which I own and I can post whatever as long as it's legal I can post whatever I want on there and I don't have to worry about community guidelines and you know if the general public doesn't like it, like it you know or finds it it's like well guess what if you find it offensive or you don't like it you don't have to come to my website you know but it's like that's just not the case like i said when you use these general public websites the problem with using your own website like i said is now you got to build up an audience but um it's like to me the pros far outweigh the cons it all comes down to the individual and what they consider um you know um what they consider worth their time, I guess, is the best way to phrase it. Like, if they consider it worth their time to make their own websites, um, then go for it. Or, you know, because sometimes it does cost a little money to make your own website. Like I said, using YouTube, TikTok, etc. is free. You know, you just post your videos. <laughs> but, like I said, now you're kind of chained, uh, boxed in this... Uh, to where you can only do what they allow you to do. And in some cases, even if it, you don't break the community guidelines, you still get in trouble for it because 
people, you know, the general public sometimes is not very forgiving. And sometimes they will get you banned or get your videos flagged. And it, it, there's really no evidence behind it. And YouTube or TikTok or in general just will just go along with it because they're trying to appease the general public. They're not concerned about these individuals. They're just like, well, the general public outweighs this, so we're automatically just going to agree with them. And I'm like, and that, you know, sometimes the majority is wrong. So, but that's just the problem with it. But anyway, I'm done with the tangent. I might talk a little bit more about some of this stuff later on. And um, I love YouTube and I love, you know, I love the concept. Even though I used TikTok, I love the concept of it. It's just, like I said, I am slowly pulling away from public sharing sites, public uh, social media sites. It's not like I will quit using them altogether, but I just will not rely on these websites anymore um, for content views and for, you know, any kind of income or anything like that because of this concept that I'm slowly now realize, starting to realize is flawed. The concept is flawed. So, Anyway, so let's move on to number three. Uh, number three thing that will get post gets you uh, banned from TikTok is posting content that displays or glorifies self harm. Um, this um, can be a common thing that happens online. Sometimes people will, uh, you know, talk about maybe they want to bring harm to themselves in some way, whether it's permanent harm or you know some kind of harm in general, like maybe they're cutting themselves or something like that and posting stuff like that. Obviously you will get banned, um, for things like that. That's against their terms. You can't do that kind of stuff. Uh, number four is sharing violent or graphic content. Um, this again can be subjective. Um, it, it, this, because it, and it's not necessarily when it says violent or graphic content is not necessarily talking about real stuff either. It could be something that's fake. Like let's say you made a little mini horror film or something, and you make this little, um, these practical effects where you make it look like someone's hand gets chopped off or something like that. Obviously, it's fake, but you make it look like someone's hand got chopped off. Well, there's a chance you could get banned for that, or uh, you know your video could get flagged or removed um, because they don't, you know, they're trying to appease, again, to a general public audience. You can't just think, well, you know, my, and I've heard other YouTubers say this, this is getting me ranting a little bit. I've heard other YouTubers say like, well, we should be allowed to cuss on there or allowed to have violent videos on there because, you know, my channel is not for, you know, because YouTube might say, well, what if minors watch it? And it's just like, well, my channel's not for minors. And I was like, yes, but there's nothing to really stop minors from watching it. You know, it's not like they have to pay for it. They don't have to, you know, I mean, yeah, I think some videos, they do have that little system where you have to say, yes, I'm over 18, but how hard is it to do that? Your problem is, is you're, you're on a website that's trying to appeal to the mass public and have a variety of content on there. And then suddenly there's this, YouTube channel or even heck TikTok since we're talking about TikTok there's suddenly TikTok channel where they have these horror um, little short films on there and you're showing violent stuff and then parents may not want their kids watching that um, you know someone uh, you're putting stuff on there that could be potentially stuff that's meant for someone that's over 17 or 18 and 
they don't want that kind of content on there and it can cause you to get removed and um, or banned because of, like I said, again, you're uploading niche content that's specified for a general audience, for a specific audience, not a general audience, a specific audience, but you're uploading it to a website that's for the general public. And you can't just use the excuse, well, my account is not for the general public, it's for the specified audience. I'm like, yes, but you're on a a website that is for the general audience. And you, like I said, unfortunately, you just kind of have to bow down to what this website wants you to do. So, and like I said, so you can't put any kind of violent thing, whether it be real or fake, um, you can't have that on there because potentially it could get you banned or your videos removed. Uh, number six is blackmail threats, uh, threatening or hoax stalk someone who blackmailed them yet in another way can get your TikTok. Uh, banned. You can get banned from TikTok, sharing content that threatens or to release other users' uh, personal information. Information, geez louise, I can't talk. Uh, such as their residential address, private email address, uh, private phone number, bank statement, social security number, or passport number. Basically giving out private information um, about someone else. Really, you shouldn't be giving out private information on yourself or anybody, but definitely not on someone else, because um, you know, that will, uh, first of all, not only will that get you banned, but that's a horrible thing to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, number seven is spam impersonation or misinformation. Um, basically just spamming. This is pretty much a general rule for most websites. Any kind of spam or, uh, you know, trolling people, stuff like that, you know, is not allowed on pretty much any of these websites. Um, and it will get you banned and removed. And in some cases, they won't even let you create a new account for doing some stuff like this because um, unless you figure out a way around it, um, you could get permanently banned for these uh, situations. So that's pretty much, that's uh, seven things that can get you banned from TikTok. Like I said, that's true for TikTok and lots of other websites. Um, so yeah, so in news today... Anthony Padilla, you know him as used to be a member of Smosh. Actually, he was a creator of Smosh. He is creating his own production company. Um, you know, some people might be familiar with his videos where he likes to interview a lot of people and do that. And so basically he's pushing more and more in that way of creating his own production company now and he's basically just going more down that road he seems to be really happy with the type of content and creates and i think that's awesome that he's found his niche um thing he's uh he's pulling more away from the general trying to appeal to the general public and specify toward a niche audience i personally think that's actually the better way to go with the internet nowadays um I have no problem with the general audience on the internet, but unfortunately, like I said, there are... sometimes people just cause problems. You know, let's just say it how it is. Sometimes the general public can just cause problems. And the bigger your audience is, sometimes the more problems come along with it. And the bigger your more popular your videos are, whether it be on YouTube or whatever. Um, like I said, the more, sometimes the more problems that just come along with it, um, the smaller your audience is, usually there's just less problems. 
it's usually always a better way to go to go niche. Now, if you want, if you're looking to be more of a popular internet personality, I think that's great. But you just need to get yourself mentally and emotionally prepared that once you get that big audience, you're going to bump into problems and be careful with what kind of information you release on the internet and what thing, not only that, but what things you say on the internet, you have to be very careful what you say, because like I said, some people, they will, they will blast you and, um, you know, on YouTube, Twitter, and various of these websites and start talking about it, about you trying to get your, uh, your YouTube channel taken down and stuff like that. I've just seen that happen over one little thing that was said. People just make a big deal about it. and uh, But that's just, like I said, that's common with people, like I said, that have a big audience. And the bigger your audience is, the more likely it is to happen. Like I said, you have got to be careful with what you say on the Internet if you're planning on having a much bigger audience. Now, like I said, if you go for a more specific niche audience, you don't have to be quite as careful. That's the kind of the pro there. Um because of the fact that your audience, like I said, especially if you have your own website, because if you have your own website and people don't like what you're saying on there, it's like, well, guess what? You don't, you don't have to come to my website. So if you don't like what I'm saying, blah, 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 you know? <laughs> and, um, so yeah, but yeah, that's in news of Anthony Padilla today. Um, so yeah, that's all the news I got for today. So let's move on to, uh, YouTube birthdays. So YouTuber birthdays we have today is uh, Pierce Tunes. It is his birthday today. I believe it's a him. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's turning uh, 15 today. He's an American YouTuber and animator who is known for his story time videos. It is uh, Torty's birthday today. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. She's turning 18 today. A lot of uh, animation channels. It's Japanese, American, YouTuber, animator, uh, story time, skip videos. Um, she's done collaborations with The Odd Ones Out and uh, Domics and things like that. Uh, it is, oh, I don't even know how to pronounce that. It is uh, K-I-N-Y-I-X. I have no idea how to pronounce that. Kinkex? Kinkex, maybe? Uh excuse me, uh, is Mexican music uh, remixer and YouTuber first remixes were Japanese animated television show Beyblade, and it basically cycled from there. Um, so, yeah, um, it is... We have a lot of a lot of birthdays today, by the way. Uh, A6D's birthday today. Uh, he's turning 20. He's a French YouTuber, mainly consisting of videos and live streams about Minecraft. It is the musical Ghost's birthday today. Um, turning 22, better known as a musical... Uh, I'm scrolling around. Uh, YouTuber, musician, better uh, for, known for making drum and bass, glitch, and electro swing remixes of songs, particular video game soundtracks. He uh, does drum and swing, future orchestra, and future funk. It is um, Eye of Souls' birthday today. She's turning uh, 27. She's a YouTuber and Twitch uh, streamer who has a passion for anime and cartoons. She reviews anything animated covering 2D, 3D, anime, and stop-motion animation. That's cool. It is Adrian Gee's birthday today. 
He's turning uh, 28. He's a YouTuber known for his investment programs mentioned in the videos, along with videos on talking to young females about topics such as relationships. The interview videos usually involve Adrian asking people who to do task or to answer a question and there is usually a spin on the topic which are supposed to create a response it is rich lot luke's rich luke's birthday today i think that's how you say that uh american youtuber and drag queen uh rich makes videos on beauty uh community drama reviews products himself and a musician he started on youtube by making videos about luxury goods beauty and fashion with that video re uh regating topics being of lewis uh louis oh lewis <laughs> louis vuitton louis vuitton i cannot speak today uh mel wallet so happy birthday to him um, it is a glossy, it is a glossy, it is glossy, <laughs> birthday today, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll wake up here in a minute, turning 29 today, she is an American model and YouTube vlogger, she is famous for being part of Victoria's Secret, oh wow, it is Cinematic Venom's birthday today, um, he is turning 30 today, um, he is an English film reviewer, YouTuber, um, as a film director and rapper where he goes on stage as sarcasm, sarcastic venom. He started his channel on November 4th, 2011, uh, began making film reviews. And since then he has over 10 plus years of experience with reviewing and has even been involved with some big names on YouTube. Um, it is Sarah Ingalls' birthday today. She is turning 31 today. Better known, um, she is an American cosplay artist and singer and Disney princess makeup artist. She is famously known for her YouTube account, Sarah Ingalls. She uh, does makeup tutorials, hair tutorials, and that alike. It is Lens Cat Productions' birthday today. Um, let's see, he's turning 32. He is um anime and film enthusiast who formerly reviewed anime on YouTube. He was known for being one of the individuals who kick-started the anime community on YouTube and many of the biggest anime reviewers on YouTube. Nice. It is, uh, speaking of anime, it's Mr. Anime's birthday today. Um, oh wait, that's the same person. Jeez Louise. Lens Cat Production. <laughs> exact same person. It is Brandon Rogers' birthday today. Um, he is turning, uh, 33. He is an American YouTuber, actor, director, and artist. Best known for his satirical skits where he uh, he impersonates various comedic characters. In the past, he has posted vlogs, but now he posts mo mainly sketches and episodes of various web series. It is Grave Three Yard Girl's birthday today. Oh, yeah, I know who this is. 
She uh no, she goes by the name Bunny. She I think she has like multiple accounts. She's turning thirty six today. She is uh she's an American YouTube fashion beauty vlogger, internet personality. She's best known for her does this thing really work? Uh, Fresh Impression Friday, Follow Me Around series. She is known for her love of things such as ferrets, old creepy dolls, uh, uh, sweet leave, sweet tea, the doors, cosmetics, shoes, and a clockwork orange. The colors, lavender and gator green, and Johnny Depp. She also loves to call her fans the Swamp Family. And the mascot is the alligator with wings that, um, yeah, I used to watch a lot of her videos back in the day. Jeez, I almost forgot she freaking existed. As soon as I saw her picture of her face, I was like, oh, I know who this is. I was like, yeah, I used to watch the series. Does this thing really work? I used to watch a lot of, um, she did more than just uh, makeup stuff, though. She would test, like, uh, gadgets and tech stuff sometimes. Some I think that she even did a few videos with um where she talked about some infomercial products i believe if i remember correctly it's been a while but yeah so um i remember watching her videos quite a bit back in the day it is uh up to my knees birthday today turning 36 uh, american youtuber screenwriter director and comic book writer enthusiast all right and i think there's one more yeah it is karen alloy's birthday today uh, or Rin Alloy, I guess, turning 44. She's a American um, regional Emmy Award winning entertainer, best known for her YouTube comedy and commentary. As of February 2012, Alloy's videos have received over 65 million views and have over 234,000 uh, subscribers. Nice. And I think that's it for the birthdays today. It's time now for the most fantastic memes on the internet. They're fantastic memes. So fantastic. They're meme-tastic. Yep. So here on Meme-tastic, we have some pretty good memes today. Uh, this one says, Depression and anxiety can cause memory loss. Oh no. I don't remember having any depression or anxiety. It's alright. Um, this one says, If a murderer is chasing you, hand him a pair of scissors and run away because he can't run with scissors. Wow, problem solved. <laughs> uh, this one is kind of interesting. I think these are uh, Facebook like groups. They're community organizations that were created on Facebook here. So Catholics Against Seedless Watermelon. No kidding, that's, uh, that's actually the name of the organization. It's said Catholics Against Seedless Watermelon. And then there's another one, <laughs> organization that says Seedless Watermelons Against Catholics. And then below that one is their seedless Catholics against watermelons. <laughs> and then someone replied and said, what the hell happened here? <laughs> I don't understand why in the world Catholics don't want seedless watermelons, but I guess there's probably a long religious story behind that. The funny thing is, is the seedless watermelons uh, against Catholics is more popular than the Catholics against seedless, seedless watermelons page, which I find to be hilarious. Because I'm pretty sure these bottom two are joke organizations. 
and it's hilarious that the joke one is more popular than the real one. Uh, this next meme says, Florida man um, dirts his hands with peanut butter and punches neighbors allergic to nuts. <laughs> Facial toxins, 100% increased poison damage. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is... Oh, that, that's terrible, but that's hilarious at the same time. It says, man in China almost dies after inserting live eel into his rectum to cure constipation. Like, that was the best that you didn't think to take maybe a laxative or something. You know, maybe he already exhausted all those options. I don't know, and nothing was working. I would have went to the emergency room. Um... Says when you can barely pass gas, so you slide an eel in your ass. That's a more. Wow, that's it for memes today. <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where we talk about YouTube commenters, the meanest people in the entire world. They slither out of their bitter graves to come and attack on YouTubers when YouTube commenters. Attack. So here on YouTube, commenters attack. We have some pretty uh, good ones here. We have one here, and then we have one really uh, one really long dragged out one. So, so let's read this one first. This one says, uh, "Growing older is inevitable, but growing up is optional." Someone replied and said, damn. Yeah, that's true. I always tell people that all the time, like adults that complain that kids have more freedom and free will or whatever, they're always their excuses are like, oh, it was so much more fun to be a kid because of, you know, they they have such a carefree attitude and they can do all this fun stuff, playing with toys, watching kids shows and blah, 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 whatever their reasoning is for being an adult sucks or whatever. I'm like, my reply to that is I'm like, you're an adult. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's like, if you want to watch blues clues and sit in your underwear and eat, you know, moon pies all day long, that's your own dang business. You're an adult. You can do whatever you want. So yeah, I never understand people that complain about saying that being an adult is worse than being a kid. In my opinion, being an adult is better than being a kid. Don't get me wrong, I love being a kid. But being an adult has way more pros, in my opinion. So, like, I can do whatever I want, you know. I live by myself, and I can do, you know, I don't have to answer to anybody. Uh, this one says... Uh, they were watching, they started binge watching some old uh, Oprah Winfrey videos, I think on you, uh, on YouTube. Obviously on YouTube, these are YouTube comments. And, <laughs> and they started seeing some strange comments below from the same person over and over again. I think it's called, his name is, username is uh, Colonus George. I think that's how you say the first name. I'm not sure. Could be mispronouncing that. But he has a lot of comments on here all about Oprah, and I. they said they're pretty sure he's convinced that he's in a relationship with Oprah. Because his comments, this, is, this first one says, Good afternoon to all my marvelous and beautiful queen that you are my OMG baby. You are the best thing that ever happened to me. My wonderful one baby, I love you with every fiber of my Verisa. I don't even know what word that is. 
for you have given this very poor grammar, by the way. So I don't even know if this person actually speaks English as their first language. Either that or they're just really bad at grammar. Life, the new mining for without you. Life doesn't, don't mind nothing because, baby, I love you so much. Yes, and I'm missing you, baby, very uh, much. Wow, oh, my beautiful lady. My sis, this my sister wants me to talk to you later. Love you, baby. And then it doesn't stop there, though. It continues on. It says, um, very nice, baby, to see the way that you are uplifting humanity. I love it. My beautiful lady. Yeah. This one says, wow, the foot is very beautiful. Nice. I love it. Right on. O-N-Y, I don't know what O-N-W means, O-N-W, O-M-G, wow, unless that's a mispronunciation, a miss, or a typo, maybe. I, this one says, I don't want to know about your past, baby, because I know that you don't just get into this world, so you may not be a saint, so I just don't want to know nothing about your past baby let's focus on your future and i don't want to know if it's not sickness please baby don't tell me how many times is he gonna say baby in one sentence if you know that you don't want me please baby let me know so i don't waste my time on you baby okay jeez this one says good morning to you my beautiful lady how are you doing this morning? I hope that you are doing well, baby. I am missing you, baby, very much. Okay, so I am getting ready for work. Okay, my beautiful lady, baby, I love you very much. Yeah. This one says, wow, the dress is very beautiful. I love it. Nice, baby. My son, very wonderful, very level, header, young, and I love him. And there's not a day that will pass that I will... I don't tell him that I love him. Now he's talking about his son all of a sudden. And that goes to him also. He's v cool, very gentle, nice, young. Okay. <laughs> this one says, uh, oh, that's the same one over and over. I think, yeah, this is the same one that I already read. But yeah, it's like very disturbing. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much, that's all the YouTube commenters I got today. Uh, like I said, very disturbing comments sometimes. <laughs> so that's it for the main part of the show. Now the rest of the show will all be dedicated to eSports. So if you're interested in eSports, make sure to stick around. Um, if you're not, um, then it, I'm glad you enjoyed the most of the podcast. So anyway, today in eSports, I wanted to talk about I want to talk about Sea uh, of Thieves. Now Sea of Thieves is a very popular uh, online game. It's not like as popular as like Elder Scrolls or like WoW is, but it's still pretty popular, and it's slowly getting up there in more popularity, especially since ever the, since they released the um, the um, Pirates of the Caribbean aspects elements to the game. Now that those have been added, it's been getting even more popular. And um, but see if these there's a chance it could potentially become an esports game. 
um, which I would find very interesting. They would probably have to tweak a few things, though. The problem with the system is it would it's not really an arena style game. It's more it by by nature, it's more of an adventure game. But there are some arena elements to it that could potentially make it work as an esports game. And uh, most esports games, there's a lot of like first-person shooters or shooters in general because those work really well as esports games. There are some more um, fantasy-style games. You know, you got League of Legends and things like that. And of course, there's straight-up sports games. You know, you got like FIFA, and then there's like alternative extreme sports. I guess you could call them video games that are also esports, like. Um, Rocket League and um, things like that. But most esports games are shooter games because they just work really well as esports games. Um, but the concept of, um, you know, I talked about in one of my previous podcasts that Pokemon, the new Pokemon game might become an esports game, but that works really well also with Pokemon because a lot of Pokemon games are also very arena style games. Yes, there are more adventure ones too, like the art, some of the RPG ones, but. Um, there are also a lot of arena style ones and there are um so now they're doing discussions of possibly maybe tweaking uh, see if these and making it an esports game so like i said the biggest problems with it is by nature it's not really an arena game it's more of an adventure game um you do compete with other players but it's not like it's direct competition most of the time there are moments where you can be directly co competing with others such as like when you're in the water and you get your crew on a boat and then you're fighting against another crew and their ship and um things of that nature but there are also large portions of the game where you're exploring you're finding things sometimes you're off in a cave you're on an island and uh, things of that nature and so there's not really any direct competition uh, but I feel like with some tweaking and uh, concepts drawn up on a drawing board well maybe how they would do the scoring um, I think they could make it work I think it has potential to be an esports game excuse me um esports really needs more games like these i think i think is like with the fact that there's so many first person shooters esports i think gets so tied in um with games like mostly people associating it with just games like call of duty or um counter strike or valorant um And I think with more adventure type games like this could grab attention of new audiences to esports that maybe they could, if they could get them into esports on the Sea of Thieves side of things and maybe other adventure games as well, then maybe they could slowly get more into other games such as Call of Duty League and Counter-Strike um, and various things like that. I think it has potential to work. Like I said, they would just have to come sit down and come up with concepts of scoring. The problem is, is how much do they want it to work? Like I said, I think Rare has teased a couple of times that it could work as an esports games, and other people in the esports community have teased around with it, maybe becoming an esports game. Um, I just 
like I said, I don't know how serious some of these people are because, like I said, it, they would have to really sit down and make some of this stuff work, like I said, especially with the scoring. And Rare, they might have to get more of the attention of Rare and get them more on board with this and causing them to potentially tweak maybe the game just a little bit to where they can make it work a little bit more balanced with the scoring. And, you know, would... A rare even want to go that way with see if these i don't know maybe they wouldn't want it to be more arena style maybe they like the fact that it's more of an adventure game they um they want it to and maybe they want it to stay that way i don't know so like i said it's just raising attention to it it could work but it also could uh it just depends on how uh, serious people are about it if people aren't going to be as serious as it they need to be about it it's just never going to work uh, but yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. That's pretty much all the information I have on esports today. Um, I guess that's all I really got to say. Um, if you want to check out all my other social media, I have a YouTube channel and uh, Instagram, etc. If you want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on Instagram. All my all the links will be in the show notes. Uh, also, I have a website for this podcast. It's an archive website. It's called internetexporadio.com. Uh, link is also in the show notes. The website, like I said, has most of the podcast on there. You can listen to them on there. Also, I have a meme page, and you can also get a hold of me on there. If you want to contact me directly, you can contact me on my website, or you can just go to Instagram. Either one's fine. Um, and I think that's all I got to say. So, you know, this is Internet Exposition. I'm Kevin Emery, and I'm out. Thank you.